Phoenix FM. Hey guys, it's Dorothy from the band Dorothy. My name is Donna from Rune. This is Chloe Cohen. I'm the Leslie from the Leslie Sock. Hi, my name is Charlotte Carpenter, and you're listening to Phoenix FM with Stuart Pink. Stuart Pink. You're listening to Stuart Pink. Stuart Pink. Stuart Pink on Phoenix FM.
Good afternoon. And welcome to the 123 Show with me, Stuart Pink. Hello. On the show today, you're not going to hear much from me. Hey, in the Krako Wild. <laughs> it's International Women's Day. This weekend on Sunday. So get in early. To mark the occasion. I can't do much about the fact that I'm not a woman. It is what it is. But I can get some pretty incredible women on the show. So, today, in a way, to mark International Women's Day, I've had the pleasure of meeting so many women here on Phoenix FM. Some fabulous, inspirational women. So we'll have them on the show. We'll listen back to some of the best bits. We've also got Mark Searby in from 1.30. He's not a woman. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief. Uh, he's he's going to be in to review some of the amazing films, including... What we got? Military Wives. There we go. That's a woman theme. There we go. Amazing. So, stay where you are. Grab yourself a brew. And for the rest of this afternoon, for the next two hours in a way... Celebrate International Women's Day on Phoenix FM. Sisters are doing it for themselves.
So Stuart Pink, I'm backstage with Callie Beaton. Hello, Callie. Hello, lovely to be with you backstage. <laughs> we look a bit bedraggled, but no one can see that, can they? Yeah, it's all good. This is the right medium for us today. <laughs> We've got a dry tent. And that's we all. have got a dry tent. That sounds like a bit of a euphemism, but no, sorry. <laughs> we have got a dry tent. <laughs> Literally. Uh, so you're here comparing uh, Stand and Calling for us this year? Yes, I am. This is my second day comparing the comedy tent. So we're kicking off in about half an hour. Um, we got a lovely bill today, yes. So. Stella lineup. Stella lineup, and of course we had um, Jen Brister and Russell Kane yesterday. So good times, and Jacob Hawley, yeah. who I'm a big fan of. So yeah, it's a really lovely bill. We got Angela Barnes and Amy Gladhill today, so it's going to be good. Going to be good. So you're the first meeting I've spoken to who's been on QI. Uh, first meeting ever, first. Or, or here. Uh, first comedian ever okay, from the QI crew. Okay, brilliant. I feel uh, honoured. Yeah. What was it like to uh, to perform and to write stuff for that? Uh, it was like, what a joy, really. I mean, I've loved watching it for years, and I loved it when Stephen Fry did it, and I love it now. Sandy Toxvig does it. So yeah, yeah, kind of proper dreams come true. Usual sort of imposter syndrome of like I'll be the least funny, least intelligent person <laughs> in the room, um, and that's how I felt beforehand. But I think I got away with it. They asked me back, as you know. So yeah, loved it and looking forward to doing it again yeah I look forward to it uh, you've got an Edinburgh Fringe show coming up uh, in August yes uh, so I'm heading up there in a couple of days now so yes it's my second solo show up there and it's called Invisible oh. obviously you can vouch for the fact I am not invisible <laughs> she's uh, here now I'm right people on the radio can't see you I know but you're going to have to back me on this uh, so yes it was inspired by a quote from uh, there was a B-list French celebrity at the start of 2019 who made the global headlines by saying that a woman at 50 is invisible visible and it made me um, I turned 50 a few weeks after that and by the way for the listeners uh, Stu's looking very surprised at the revelation <laughs> that I'm 50 he can, he can barely speak he's so shocked uh, so yes yeah, so I decided it'd be good to do a show looking at sort of challenging that and mucking around a bit with what people think a woman like me whatever that is should or shouldn't be doing so it's a kind it's it's, it's a, a lot of laughs and it, it's got also quite a it's got a little bit of a dark story that it intertwines with so it's it's got a little bit of Nordic noir in there okay. and it's got lots of gags so yeah it should be I've had a lovely time previewing it and I'm really looking yeah. forward to doing it up there awesome sounds like a show at a time uh, yes exactly so it should be um, and it's funny as you know that doing um, doing Edinburgh shows it's quite different to our club sets yeah. so it's a weird thing at the moment jumping between my show which is very much a sort of story based and there's lots of stuff that works so well in that but wouldn't work on stage in a sort of club or certainly at a festival so there's a lot of different things going through my pea brain at the moment um, and let's hope anything comes out of my mouth that would be good <laughs> so I've been doing this thing when I'm interviewing people on site uh, at Stanley Corden and Natchez as well uh, a question tag yep. so my question from Amy uh, was oh I see okay and then I have to think of one yeah well, yeah that is how tag works uh, exactly brilliant exactly. I'm all over this uh, so what's the worst thing that can happen before you go on stage I presume she's not going to do it no the worst thing that she's can not ha- no she's not listening the worst <laughs> thing that can happen before you go on stage well I had a not good one with this show so my show as its narrative arc has the story of a really quite spectacular me getting dumped story an epic me getting dumped story I can fairly safely say it's unlikely anyone who comes to the show will have had a worse one okay so let's just peg it as that (laughs) so the show is about that dumping but the guy who did it doesn't really get mentioned again but that is the jumping off point for the show and who should I see at one of my previews than his best friend in the audience and I thought there's no way he's, he's going to know this is his mate and I couldn't write it out yeah, because that it. entire show
show. So I would say seeing the best friend of all, worse still would have been had he been there. Him, yeah, yeah. But of course I did, couldn't go and speak to the mate and say, is he coming too? So for all I knew, that, and, and his mate, I don't think knew he was coming to see my show. I think he just knew he was coming to a show at wherever the venue was. So yeah. I did have the most stomach lurching few minutes thinking, oh God, what if he is actually in the room and even his best mate. So I'd say that's that or one of my kids turning up. I think those are, it's probably who turns up is my worst nightmare. Yeah. 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 So I think that's about as bad as it gets. Yeah. Anybody in the content is usually a bit scary. Yeah, anybody, which, because I've got another bit in this, this makes me sound terrible, um, but I've been a, a single mum for nearly 20 years, so I have dated a few people, and I've got a little bit in my Edinburgh show, which is a kind of, um, a little sort of inventory of exes with like gags about a few, and I've had to write a few extra ones in so that if anyone that's connected to any of them turns up, I can just get that one out, put a new one in. So I've got some wiggle room with my standard, these are my exes material, but not the ex about whom the show is so so awkward exes I think that's uh, that's as bad as it gets for me yeah so you're doing a little recce before every gig see who's coming in yes or if I go very quiet for like 20 minutes of the show because I couldn't say any of any of the stuff about the exes yeah I had to just go very quiet that's yeah. just they all came to the same guys I know Matt all I mean we'd need a new hall for them no no <laughs> we wouldn't Callie thanks for talking to us good luck in Edinburgh um, am I allowed to give a little promotion to my social media tags of course yes yeah, so at Callie Beaton on Twitter and Instagram and all my gig dates are on my website. Great. Look forward to coming seeing you. Lovely. Thanks so much for having me on. Cheers, Kelly. Take care. Bye. Bye. This is Phoenix 98FM. This time's everything. Hey.
This is Chloe Collins, and you're listening to Stuart Tink on Phoenix FM. Slow kiss on an August night. Slow dance by the firelight. You pour me in, I'd do it all again. Put your midnight laugh on repeat replay You're sleeping next to me like Groundhog Day We'd never have to leave And I wouldn't mind Having this night be my whole life I'd be just fine With wearing my hair So you can take it down Your lips on an endless loop I can never have too much of you Wish I could rewind So every time we say goodbye I'm reliving this night Stumbling home from a dive bar Keep your hands on mine Let's stay right where we are We can relook through The pictures on your shelf Reset till I memorize you Telling me goodnight Boy, I'm alright With wearing my hair up So you can take it down again Drinking way too much And kissing your lips I wish I could rewind So every time we say goodbye I'm reliving this night
Phoenix FM. It absolutely is. This is Phoenix FM. This is the one, two, three show. This is Stuart Pink, and this afternoon I am dedicating my time on the airwaves to mark International Women's Day, which is this weekend, uh, by filling a whole show with some of the incredible and inspirational women I've had the pleasure of interviewing on Phoenix FM. Uh, plus a playlist made entirely of female artists. So, uh, with that said, I'm going to shut up and let the uh, let the women do the talking again. Uh, but first, we're going to hear from a track from the brilliant Emma McGrath. From her latest EP, Keep Your Eyes Open, which certainly uh, you should be doing because she's going places. This is Emma McGrath's Other Side. I, I, I could learn to love you if you say the words and I'll be there to hold you. And I, I, I am not afraid to let my heart out there for you. I've been here a thousand times So I'm asking Will we be honest? Can I be the one To take you Up to the stores tonight And show you the other side I see the future In your eyes And it looks like Problems, but you know that I'll be there for you. I know inside we'll work it out like all the others do. And I've been there a thousand times, so I'm asking, will you be honest? Can I be the
Charlotte Carpenter and you're listening to Phoenix FM with Stuart Pink. I'm joined on the phone by Charlotte Carpenter. Hello, Charlotte. How are you? Hi, hi. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, very well. Thanks for taking time out to chat to us. No problem. I love it. Uh, so the last time we spoke to you, uh, we, me and you were at Latitude Festival. Yeah. Hanging out backstage uh, with booming sounds. But this time, what's the backdrop? Where are we? Uh, today, okay, so today I am in the town uh, that I live in. Um, I've popped off to come to go to some shops. So now I've just found a nice quiet corner by a garden. A quiet corner by a garden. This town must be lovely. 
You don't get that around <laughs> it London. It's quite lovely. It is good, yeah. I, I thought, you know what, London's just not for me. I'm going to stick to the countryside. <laughs> don't blame you. Don't blame you. Don't get many of those quiet corners around you. Well, you do, but uh, you don't want to know what goes on down there. That's, uh... <laughs> I think last time we spoke, I, I said to you that your lyrics were quite inspiring and uh, the stuff people needed to connect to, needed to hear. Uh, speaking of inspiring, I hear you're going to be uh, inspiring uh, uh, new women in music pretty soon. A TED Talk, is that right? Yes, yes, that is very correct. Um, That's awesome. So I did the I did the TED Talk on uh, the seventh of December. Oh, you done um, it? You done it on the seventh? Yes, yeah, I did it on the seventh, and uh, you know, like the whole build-up to that was just absolutely crazy. Um, I was nominated for it, which was a complete surprise. And when I heard from them, I just thought, really? <laughs> um, a TED Talk. <laughs> a TED Talk. Uh, it's like a TEDx talk, but, you know, it's the same the same brand. Um, and I just thought, okay, all right. And they obviously thought I had something to say. So then I just thought, okay, um, I have a lot of opinions. Um, <laughs> I'm a, like an independent musician. Uh, more importantly, I'm an independent female musician in music. And I thought, you know, there's some things that I think people need to hear um, because there are a lot of things that happen within the music industry, but also there's a lot of things that happen between women in the music industry that I feel like younger generations of women should hear so they don't fall into the same traps. So, yeah, and then I think there's a video coming out in the new year about it. Hopefully people, hopefully people love it. Awesome. How, how do you even start to write a TED Talk? I imagine like writing a song, if you can do that in the morning in your, in your PJs. Uh, <laughs> where I do mean, you even begin? <laughs> do you know what? I think all I did was I, I actually wrote most of the TEDx talk um, every Wednesday in a pub. So um, <laughs> nice, every, nice. every Wednesday, um, my partner would go to a pottery class and I thought, well, I've got some me time. So I went to my like favorite pub near home and um, got my laptop out and then just like see, see what happened. Um, so a lot of it was kind of like word vomit to begin with, just to, to air out uh, what I thought about being a woman in music and what's happened to me and what I feel like people should know. Yeah. So yeah, I just kind of let everything come out and then later on went back in found the golden points and started kind of moving things around and focusing it on on something in particular but it definitely wasn't easy and um i'm actually really surprised i've managed to memorize so many words oh yeah that of course. was my biggest fear see i'm just thinking about the writing element of it. what do you even say you've got to get out there and you've got to remember it all that's uh... yeah 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 and that, <laughs> that was terrifying well, I'm glad, I'm glad you did it. It's pretty awesome, and it's nice to know that all the most inspiring, brilliant ideas usually start in a pub. That's, uh... <laughs> yes, they do. All dressing gowns. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Phoenix 98FM. I'm Alessi. I'm Jason. And we're from Alessi Dark, and you're listening to Stuart Pink on Phoenix FM. The ring around the moon last night was called by the refraction of moonlight from the crystals of silver crunchy ice I thought I'd call to say I think you're nice say I think you're nice Said at 
That was Alessi's Ark Woman, and still on the phone with me are Alessi and Jason. Guys, that was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. There's an obvious uh, kind of chemistry between you both, uh, uh, mm. which I think is uh, it's going from strength to strength when you listen to your stuff. Last time you were on the show, you shared the uh, delightful news of your engagement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, still going strong, still eating Viennetta. That's, that's cool. Um, <laughs> do you think that, that that kind of musical chemistry has grown? with the strength of you, your, your personal relationship? That's a beautiful question. Um, I definitely think it has. Mm. What do you think, Jay? 100%. Um, well, it just feels really natural, doesn't it? Everything we write together. Yeah, it's um, all comfortable, jumping from instrument to instrument, because I feel really comfortable with you. Yeah, well, you know, trying stuff I've never really tried before. Mm. So don't worry about it, because I know that you're fully supportive. Yeah, we're very blessed in that sense that we can experiment creatively and also laugh a lot. And when things are quite challenging, we can ride out that kind of weather together. I mean, it's an incredible bond that you can form as bandmates anyway, and we've played with some lovely musicians over the years. But yeah, it's really amazing about being able to do it with your best friend as well. 
think just doing anything with people that you feel really comfortable with, if you can, um, is always the way to go because, I mean, there are some times, there are some days where um, the music industry is, is such a challenge to navigate. Um, you know, it's not always laughter. There's tears at times and you just want to be with um, people that, you know, um, can support you and you can support them. Um, there's a tenderness that comes in music. You've got to be really vulnerable and to create and, um, and yeah, to be able to write the highs and the lows and the kind of days where you're not quite sure where you're going. I'm so glad you, you answered positively there rather than, it's been an absolute nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we just chuck, like, scrabble pieces at each other. <laughs> <laughs> We're currently in the lead at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to get it posted how it ends. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll shoot you a text for sure. <laughs> as long as Jason doesn't win, it's all fine. Exactly. <laughs> Phoenix FM, FM, FM.
Kicks FM. Hey guys, it's Dorothy from the band Dorothy, and you're listening to Stuart Pink on Phoenix FM. Phoenix 98 FM. I'm very excited to be joined on the phone all the way from LA, Dorothy Martin. Hello, Dorothy. How are you? Hi, good morning. I'm good. Uh, what time is it over there? Oh, what time? Are we? we are five past eight in the evening. Uh, are you okay. early? <laughs> we're at noon. We're at lunchtime right now. Oh, lunchtime. Oh, we could have dinner and you could have lunch and then we'll call it like brunch or something. That's, that's fine. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just started chucking it down with rain over here. I imagine LA is a slightly better scene. It's very sunny. It's too sunny, actually. Too sunny? You're rubbing it in I now. know that's not a thing everywhere else in the world, but... You know, I like a little <laughs> bit of ringing now and then. <laughs> I should definitely come to the UK. We, we have a lot of that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for chatting to us. Um, I'm sure our listeners will be well familiar with your work and uh, we'll get on to, to our rock chat uh, soon. But we're going to talk about boobs and rock and roll. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Perfect combination. Uh, now, I know you've had um, a pretty uh, traumatic experience recently. Tell us what's uh, what's been going on. Yeah, so I wanted to get out there and talk about this um, to anyone who would listen because it affects a lot of people. But, um, you know, I had, long story short, I hadn't been feeling too well for a couple of years, and I could never suss out the source of the problem. My blood work was always fine, and I'm pretty healthy, and I take pretty good care of myself, so it was very bewildering as to why I would be, you know, fatigued for no reason in the middle of the day, almost every day. Uh, I'd have to just lay down and... Um, so I was, you know, curious as to why I wasn't feeling well, but this this got worse and worse progressively and went on and on. And, um, I got my blood work drawn a few times, and then, you know, one morning I woke up, and the first thought I had was, you have to take the breast implants out, because I had implants put in a decade ago. And yeah. uh, so I that thought entered my mind, and I went online and I started researching. I found a website over here in the U.S. called healingbreastimplantillness.com. It had a plethora of information um, about breast implant illness, which I'd never heard of. Mm, And the medical community was not identifying this as a disease. Um, So I I was looking and reading through all these testimonials and all the symptoms I had, I want to say 80% of the symptoms. And uh, my story sounded very similar to the other women that had discovered this is what was bothering them. They'd gone to their doctor and said, this is what I think I have. And yeah. This is how I feel, and a lot of the doctors are saying, well, it could be other things. You know, implants are safe. It's, it's all in your head. Well, more and more women started coming forward about this, talking about it, and they started a Facebook group, support group for these women. So it was upwards of 100,000 people, I think, uh, at oh, one wow. point. I'm not sure how many now, but Huge. a lot of women were having the very same exact thing, and they were seeking out surgeons who were experts in breast implant removal, but not just implant removal, but the capsule that forms around the implant can absorb a lot of the toxins that's in the implant. And if you look this up and do your research and read about some of the ingredients that are in these implants, there's cleaning agents, it's full of neurotoxins, and it's going to go right to your brain. It causes brain fog, insomnia, anxiety, fatigue, um, you know, women with their hair falling out, and mine my, my started to drop out as well so yeah my god i thought that was very interesting so i went back to my original surgeon who put them in and they say on the website actually that's not going to be the best idea because he'll try to convince you not to take them out and that you won't like you know the way your breast 
look after and that's exactly what happened yeah exactly yeah. what he said to me and and i got really you know almost very angry and i was like you don't understand what it feels like it's like i'm trapped inside my own body now yeah these, that's it. yeah with these uh silicone implants and um it's causing me a great deal of anxiety so so i looked i looked through the list and um i called a few doctors up and um they're all booked about almost a year out and i'm thinking oh gosh you know i'm not going to be able to tour what am i going to do I have to put my life on hold because I have to be able to come home and have the surgery and, you know, they're booking out into touring season. So by some miracle, I was on Instagram and I don't love Instagram, but this for some reason was just meant to be. I I saw this doctor based in Beverly Hills who, he has a TV show called The Doctors with um, Andrew Orden and his name is Dr. Ritu Chopra. And he had two offices, one in Beverly Hills and one in like the Palm Springs area near me and he was performing n block capsulectomies i messaged his instagram thinking it would be the office you know hi can i speak with dr chopra yeah um, is he is he available and he messaged me back personally and said hi it's me you know what what can i help you with you know so i told him oh, i'm not feeling well at all and i want these implants taken out as soon as possible well they were able to get me in in a few weeks for a consultation and i had this procedure done very quickly I'm still healing, um, but I immediately, you know, one thing I can say, I felt immediately better was the brain fog. Straight away, was it that that fast that you think that you had had the Yeah, it it was, and your body takes, there's a detox period. Um, 95% of women report feeling better after removing their implants, and the data, you know, doesn't lie. And the women and their testimonials don't lie. Yeah. So while the medical community hasn't recognized this as an illness, it's, I mean, it tells you a lot that Allergan, the company that makes a lot of these implants, recalled the textured silicone version because it was linked to anaplastic large cell lymphoma cancer. And now we have women who have developed blood cancer because of the silicone. You know, the silicone yeah. implant doesn't have to rupture in order for that silicone and the other agents that are in there to leak into your uh, system and it can you know it can make it through the capsule barrier and into your bloodstream i mean it, i think it's rare but it can happen and uh, you have a foreign object lodged inside your body so it's yeah. triggering an autoimmune response from the body the body wants to fight this thing this foreign invader you know inside itself to protect you and um so that's going to trigger all these almost like autoimmune disease symptoms. Um, so, yeah, you can read about all of this at healingbreastimplantillness.com. And the symptoms don't tend to erupt for about 10 years. So, you know, seven years ago, I was like, I feel fine. Yeah, you wouldn't know. And, yeah, I wouldn't know. Then. And around the 10-year mark is maybe seven years to 10 years when the body starts going, I've had enough, and your body starts breaking down um, and trying to fight so you don't have any energy to do anything it's like i had it's like i had been zapped of all of my energy um it must be really hard to pinpoint what it is if you're you're just feeling like that because it's not like you can sort of look and go there's a wound i need to get that healed if you you just feel generally very hard rough especially when we're told that something like this is safe there's so many people doing it but if you really think about it and you use your you use your own judgment and you listen intuitively to your soul, that's the important thing, is you know it's a barbaric practice. I mean, it's okay to 
modify your body. If you want to change the way you look, that's your absolute right to do that. But think about what you're doing to your body. It's traumatic. You know, yeah. it's, um, you're opening yourself up and shoving a bag under your breast muscle. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, and it took me going through this to open my eyes and realize how crazy that was. Absolutely crazy. What would be your message then to, to you 10 years ago? Would you, would you still go ahead and do something like that or would, would, would you just not, no. not do nothing? No, absolutely not. It's wonderful that I can help people, you know, maybe uh, it was meant to happen and I could spread this message. And I've had a lot of people message me saying, thank you so much. My surgery is next month. I'm so excited. I can't wait. And they have all these questions. Yeah. But if I had, could go back and visit myself, I'd be like, your little breasts are so adorable, and you're so beautiful the way you are. You know, the reason I ended up getting the surgery it goes way back to an emotionally and physically abusive relationship where I was just told I wasn't good enough, I needed bigger breasts. I mean, it was, it was young me going through something that I had no defenses against that, you know, probably made me a stronger person. But this is a decade-long story we're talking about, so... You know, there's a lot of recovery involved. It's not just like, let's take the implants out and we're fine. I mean, you have to think about the psychological effects of this and the whole psychological yeah, journey I went on. I mean, breasts are where you feed your children. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're gifts and they're, they're precious and, you know, they're involved in making a family and uh, they're just too sexualized. I mean, and and I just felt like I needed to be more, and I didn't. I was fine just the way I was. So it was a very big eye-opener going through this and having the surgery and feeling the, the way I felt and how I feel now. Um, also, another thing, I, I wasn't prepared for the uh, little bit of depression that comes after surgery, kind of like you, you feel like you've lost a piece of yourself. You feel like you've lost a part of yourself. But everybody's different. You might not have this experience uh, and it's certainly not permanent, and it's certainly better than living with these toxic, you know, things in your body and these systems. So I just want to say, you know, I am very glad I made this decision and that I was able to come out the other side, even though I have scars and, you know, yeah. I have this story to tell. You've got a story, but you're still doing it. I was, I was going to say, I used to work in a, a cancer hospital, and um, I'm sort of linking this really to, to what breast cancer patients would go through. They've had surgery, and there's obviously the physical recovery period, but there's also that emotional aspect of dealing with, like you say, a, a loss, really, dealing with, with all that. Yeah, but my surgeon was so wonderful. He did a wonderful job. The shape is back to almost, I mean, as close to my original shape as you can get. And um, the size is nice. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm happy with it. And the scars will heal. I'm not worried about that. And any man out there that doesn't want anything to do with you because of something about your breast, he can, you know, find somebody else because exactly, it's not what matters. So it was a big eye opener for me. And I just wanted to spread that message today.
Do you feel having been through this that um, you, you've had a chance to look at yourself as uh, and love yourself differently? Yeah, I'm trying to look at myself more um, as a spiritual being and not an object that, you know, that's something that society imposes on women and has for a very long time. And I feel like we're kind of going through this cleansing, this is like awakening. I'm trying to just like address my inner child and doing a lot of you know self-work self-help therapy stuff like that so that's all important and it all goes together why did i feel not good enough or why did i allow somebody to make me feel like i wasn't good enough i agreed with them on some level that was a spiritual agreement because if 
I felt in alignment with myself, in tune with myself, and confident, you know, whatever they said wouldn't affect me. And I wouldn't be in a relationship with that person to begin with. So it actually stirred up a lot of soul-searching, funny enough. Yeah. I, I really hope that a lot of young women will listen to this and, and relate to it. And I think you should be very proud of yourself for, uh, for taking the, the mantle and, and getting this message out there. Thank you. Phoenix 98 FM.
everyone. My name is Shauna from Rude, and you're listening to Strip Pink on Phoenix FM. Now, 
I was very, very lucky this week to uh, to meet an amazing lady. Uh, we get to interview all sorts of people on Phoenix FM, and uh, we get rock stars, and we get community legends, and uh, just anyone and everyone comes. And it's amazing when you look at the list of people you've spoken to, and you see some names pop out, and then you see people, and you think, oh, this is just so, so many life stories to be told. Uh, and I've put them all in a very convenient podcast called Now You're Talking, uh, where you can listen to every interview I ever do on Phoenix FM. Would very much recommend you check it out. If you go to phoenixfm.com, you can click on my face, which is currently on the homepage of Phoenix FM. Uh, you'll see all my blogs, and I'll put a link to the podcast and all the interviews I do with anyone on Phoenix FM. Uh, but this is a little a little bit of the chat with Greta Brandler, 104-year-old lady, our oldest ever guest on the As Yet Untired Rock Show with some invaluable life advice. Phoenix 98 FM. Question number one. Okay, so I'm here with uh, at the Beaches Care Home, nursing home in Brentwood, uh, with a very special guest. I've got Greta Brandler. Greta, how are you? I'm very well, all the better for seeing you, my dear. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for chatting to me. Flattery will get me over. <laughs> I hear you're celebrating a pretty special birthday this weekend, is that right? Well, I'd be 104 on Sunday. And I can tell you nobody's more surprised than me. <laughs> and then, when I was 80, I thought to myself, now, I'm old. I'm an old, old person. I'm going to put my feet up for the first time in my life and have a bit of peace and quiet. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> How's that working for you? <laughs> <An hour later. laughs> Wrong. I want to tell you something I want to remember for the rest of your life. Any adversity or setback that you should happen to encounter, and you will undoubtedly encounter them, yeah. at work or otherwise. Say to yourself, maybe, just maybe, this is a blessing in disguise. Maybe this is something in the path, in my path, that has deflected me out of this particular path in another, in another direction. Well, I've been very, very, very lucky. I have got not a lot of brains, but I've got common sense <laughs> and good <Give> genes. <laughs> if you have common sense and good genes, you can weather any storm. Stuart, at, at my party every year, I say to the assembled company, uh, and the, I watch their faces, if you lot live long enough, I'll see you here next year. <laughs> Phoenix FM, FM, FM. These potatoes are for the crisp makers. Ugh, here they won't come up. We're too good to be any old crisp. We wanna be <coughs> Miss Crisp. We wanna be <coughs> Miss Crisp. We're not budging until we make you see that if we were. <coughs> I'd better phone Smith's. We wanna be Smith's Crisps. Smith's Crisps. So good, every potato wants to be one. Hi, this is Stuart Pink. If you like your rock music, then come get your rocks off with me. Grab your air guitar for the best rock party around with brand new music alongside the certified legends of rock. Join us online on 98FM or on the Phoenix FM app for the As Yet Untitled Rock Show every Saturday night from 10 on Phoenix FM. Or subscribe to the podcast online at phoenixfm.com. Phoenix 98 FM
Go to phoenixfm.com and listen to online guest interviews. Check the events for your area and listen to great radio online. Two, three, Myself, so I'm gonna let her do all the talking. Ooh. Ooh. I came across a place in the middle of nowhere with a big black horse and a cherry tree. Ooh. Ooh. I felt a little fear upon my back. I said, Don't look back, just keep on walking. Ooh. 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 And the big black horse said, Look this way. He said, Hell But I said no, 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 no I said no, no, you're not the one for me No, 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 no I said no, no, you're not the one for me And my heart hit a problem in the early hours So I stopped it dead for a beat or two But I cut some cord and I shouldn't have done it And it won't forgive me after all these years Ooh. Ooh. So I sent it to a place in the middle of nowhere With a big black horse and a cherry tree Ooh. Ooh. Now I won't come back cause it's all so happy And now I got a hold of the world to see That's about it for me on 123 this afternoon. Thanks for popping along with us. And uh, if you want to listen again to any of the clips or the full interviews uh, with some of the amazing women we've had on the show this afternoon, uh, then go to phoenixfm.com, click on My Face, which is at the top of the website right now. I know My Face, I say My Face, it's an artist's impression of My Face. Doesn't actually look anything like My Face, I don't think. But yeah, go phoenixfm.com, have a look, see what you think. Uh, <laughs> You can imagine that's what I look like if you like, um, or vaguely similar, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> click on the face, and uh, then there'll be a post underneath called Now You're Talking, and that is where you'll see all the interviews with all the guests I've had. The privilege and pleasure, or pleverage, if that's the word, it is now. Uh, you go there, see all the interviews I had, have a listen back to all of them. There's some amazing people I've met in my time here on Phoenix FM, and all the interviews are there. Uh, that's about it for me today. I'll be back next week. Uh, business as usual next week. Mr. Ian Lee is up next with Drive Time. Be nice to him. It's not his fault. Uh, <laughs> have a 
Have a great weekend. If you're free on Saturday, I'll be back with the Agent on Title Rock show from 10pm where we're saluting the women of rock with a playlist made entirely of rocking women and me because I'm always there. I'm allowed. I started it. I'm coming anyway. Nothing you can do about it. Have a great weekend. I'll see you tomorrow for the Agent on Title Rock show from 10. Bye.
worst thing I ever heard. It was terrible. Horrendous. Well, it wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah? There were other parts of it I liked. Yeah, I liked a lot of it. Yeah, it was good. It was great. It's wonderful. Oh, bravo. More. 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 You've been listening to some of the best bits of my radio show on Phoenix FM. If you've enjoyed this, then why not listen to the whole show? You can join in from anywhere in the world at phoenixfm.com or via the Phoenix FM app. Uh, If you're in Essex, you can tune in to 98FM on your radio and you can hear this whole show live every Friday from 1 to 3pm. Or you can subscribe to this as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Just search for Stuart Pink on Phoenix FM. This is Phoenix 98FM. Hello, me again. I also present the As Yet Untitled Rock Show every Saturday night from 10 till midnight here on Phoenix FM. You can tune in from anywhere in the world at phoenixfm.com or via the Phoenix FM app. And if you're in Essex, you can tune in to 98FM on your radio. For the greatest and the latest rock music, special guests and all the usual fun and frolics, join me from 10pm on Saturday nights on Phoenix FM for the As Yet Untitled Rock Show. Phoenix 98FM. Go to phoenixfm.com and listen to online guest interviews. Check the events for your area and listen to great radio online.